Zach Man. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Mars, and welcome to Down in the Den. Man, I am tired after four hours of watching the Justice League, then going back to back and watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Your boy is exhausted, but I'm here to bring you what you want, give you the goods, you want the stuff. I got the stuff for you. So today we're going to do a quick review of Justice League since the movie essentially has already come out once. And this is the Zack Snyder vision. We're going to go over the good, bad, ugly of the movie. And uh, then we'll have another episode going over the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let's get into it. So first, let's talk about this great white whale, the Snyder cut of Justice League. Now, if you've been on this site or if you knew to the site and new to the page, new to the podcast, you know that I am the MCU head. I worship at the halls of Feige. That's no lie. But I do like DC and and I want the DCEU to be successful. I don't understand people that want the MCU to fail or the DCEU to fail. If you're a true comic nerd, you want all of the comic stuff to be successful. You want all of it to be great because that's more content for us to dig and antagonize over and love. So I am not one of those people that want the DCEU to fail. Having two great comic cinematic universes is something that I think we all would enjoy and would truly be a godsend. But the DCEU has just not been consistent. For every step forward, it seems it takes two to three steps back. Even for me personally, the hits, such as Aquaman or Wonder Woman, I wasn't a big fan. And the reason I wasn't a big fan, it felt like they did everything they could to try to emulate the MCU. Detective Comics, DC is not like the MCU. It's more fantastical. It's more gods and monsters. It's different. It's darker. And that difference is what we want. We don't want a carbon copy of the MCU. We don't want Batman doing quirks like Tony Stark. We want what we want. And it just seems like in an effort to increase their revenue, Warner Brothers has done everything to sabotage what the Snyder vision was. Uh, his five-movie arc that he's talked about, this isn't a surprise he's talked about that. He never got to do it. So we saw their reaction to things such as Batman versus Superman, where they ended up making changes to projects that were ongoing, like Suicide Squad. And unfortunately, those changes were not for the better. So the, even the Arrowverse, when I think about it, even the Arrowverse, it started off pretty good with Arrow, but then as they got further out and brought more shows in, it, it just seems that it left a little bit to be desired. Now, there were some highlights. I love the um, crisis on uh, Infinite Earths, their reaction where they brought in the multiverse. I think that was awesome. I think that's a tool that they can certainly use going forward in the DCEU. Um, it allows us to have multiple Supermans, multiple Batmans, multiple Flashes. That's something that I think we're all here for. Uh, we're all sophisticated enough to realize that the WB or CW version of, I just showed my age by saying WB, but the CW version of Flash is not the same as the DCEU Flash, and that's fine. And I think it's really cool 
that they're using that concept of the multiverse. It works for me. Um, but it's just really been hit and miss. And for me, the only thing in DC that I've really thoroughly enjoyed is their comic books and their animated universe, which is solid gold, which made me wonder why didn't they just adapt their amazing animated universe? But I think the answer is clear. The problem wasn't the directors. The problem wasn't the actors as they have done well in their roles. The issue were the guys and gals in creative in charge for not letting the creators create. DC, unfortunately, doesn't have a Kevin Feige that really loves the comic books. And I think for these movies to be successful, to not only bring in the nerds like myself, but to bring in new people, you have to have people that love the source material, that are able to adapt it and make the hardcore fans still happy, but bring in the people that aren't familiar with it. And I think DC has failed to do that. Um, But what the Snyderverse has shown after reviewing the movie and watching the movie, it's not Snyder, it's not David Ayer, it's not Ben Affleck, it's not Henry Cavill, it's not Gal Gadot. There's no one to blame but those guys in charge and Josh Whedon, of course. So uh, let's go with the good and bad and ugly. The good. And it's a real shame, as I mentioned previously. It's a real shame that Warner Brothers interfered with Zack Snyder's vision because he really had a vision. And this movie is night and day compared to the 2017 release that Josh Whedon took over for him. The story makes more sense. Visually, it looked a thousand percent better. The character beats are better. And while some of the script and dialogue is still a bit wooden overall, as Snyder isn't known as the dialogue king, he's no Quentin Tarantino when it comes to dialogue. He's more of a visual genius. Um, This is the movie I wanted to see. And we know Josh Whedon isn't, you know, all the things that have come out uh, with Ray Fisher Uh, making accusations, and and I'm starting to think there might be some validity to that because there just was not a lot of cyborg in the Josh Whedon version. And in the Zack Snyder version, you can argue that that, uh, Cyborg, Ray Fisher's Cyborg, is the star. Uh, He's definitely the heart, but he he may be the star. Um, So he just really butchered the vision of Zack Snyder. And and I think as as a fellow director... If you're not going to pay service to a project, if you're going to come and take over a project for someone, and I don't know if it was a WB or if it was his own design, but it seems like you try to make it Diet Avengers, and these characters just do not fit in that world. Uh, so I really hope this movie is successful, even if we have to complete the Snyder version on HBO Max. I am down for that. Um, I don't want to see it in comic book. I want to see it here. Uh, in, in in color and in, in on on my sh- screen or even on the big screen. So we'll see. Um, the reviews have been day and night compared to the Josh Whedon version, the 2017 version. The fans really seem to be digging it. So hopefully Warner Brothers will listen and we can get at least he doesn't have to continue on in the DCU, but let him finish his five film arc. I would love to see a Justice League two or three play out on um, HBO Max, and I think it's a good opportunity. So let's get into the bad. It's four hours, and no matter how much I love something, it's hard to think of anything 
I want to do for four hours, period. I don't want to take a shower for four hours. I don't want to eat food for four hours. I don't want to play my favorite video game for four hours. Four hours is a huge chunk of time. It's half of a work day. And even though the movie was good, um, it definitely could have been trimmed down a little bit. There was a lot of character beats in there, but I, I think it could have been trimmed down. Or he could have even converted it into Justice League 1 and 2 with all of that information. Um, it would have been something I'm definitely there for. Um, I'm also not a fan of his decision to go with the 4-3 ratio scale. I haven't had a box TV in maybe 15 years. So when you have a 80-inch widescreen TV, you want to see all of it. And you want to see all of those gorgeous visuals. So I, I did not like his decision, even though that was his artistic version, vision. He even said black and white is the pervert vision. I, I don't want to see black and white superheroes. I want to see all the colors. I want to see all of the art. I want to see my comic books come to life. So that was the bad. The ugly. The ugly is not so much in the movie itself. I'm now totally invested in this story. And then I realized, wait a minute, the majority of this film was shot about five years ago. So unless Warner Brothers makes a, a quick change of heart and it grows like the Grinch three times larger, we're not going to be able to see what was happening. It, it really, it, they said it was a story dead end, but it's really a story cul-de-sac where there's so many interesting things that could potentially happen that realistically we're probably not going to see. And, and it's just a shame. That's the ugly part. We got the movie that we wanted. It was awesome. It was amazing. Um, and it's just so many things that they can do. I want the nightmare verse. I want to see what happens. Um, this is a spoiler free review, so I won't go into uh, the Nightmare verse, uh, verse that was an epilogue, but I, I think that could be a six-episode show leading to something. Um, and without spoiler, if you wait till the end, the Batman-Joker confrontation, in my opinion, is the best interaction of the Joker and Batman in live action, period. And I've seen other people that echo that belief, but um, in my opinion, I agree wholeheartedly. So ultimately, I give the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, four out of five stars. It's great. Definitely a recommendation from the Down in the Den uh, universe to the Den mates. Go out there and watch it. Go ahead and sign up for HBO Max and cancel it next month if you want. But please watch the movie. Hopefully, Warner Brothers will give us what we want, give us the stuff we want, and give us a finality to the Snyderverse. Uh, it was a great movie. And and I really liked it. I really dug it. A little long, uh, or a lot long, but I really dug it. So that's all I have for you with my spoiler-free review of Jack uh, Jack Snyder, Zack Snyder's Justice League, in a little under twelve minutes. I hope you guys love it, and we'll be back with our uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, review. So as always, thank you for listening. Deuces.